0: Hi all, this is TK and you're listening to the podcast RVE for the HSP. RVE is RV Empath, me, HSP highly sensitive peeps. Welcome. It is Friday, July 17th. Quick reminder, jump around as you feel and listen to different parts of different podcasts whenever you feel like it. You don't have to listen to it on the date or around the date that it's recorded. So, um, the word of the day seems to be stress stress I stress the word stress because it is all around folks and that is not going to change not until the middle of December anyway so um, you know strap yourself in and work every day on doing what you can to maintain some sort of sense of being calm and balanced. Really so important, as I say. Um, And so I was thinking about the word stress again, and the word sense. And being calm and balanced gives us uh, common sense. Yeah, Common sense is such it's such a weird phrase, isn't it? Because it appears to be not so common. <laughs> if you uh, if you go with the particular the specific definition of common being something that is um, abundant. <laughs> so uh, at any rate, you know, just more and more I'm seeing the importance of being able to like calm and soothe oneself and really uh, come to a place of just having some semblance of critical thinking. Whew. All right, as I take a breath, probably my first deep breath of the day. Whew, that feels good. I'm able to breathe, but yeah, that's what, you know, it's so important that we do that for ourselves every day too. conscious breathing, right? That's another thing that I uh, am a big believer in. (laughs) It's funny to think of the fact that one isn't, you know, quote unquote, breathing properly, isn't it? Because Breathing is something that we do without thinking of. It's the, um, there's actually a term for it. Um, It's one of the processes in our body that just runs automatically, like our heart beating. Unless there's some sort of, you know, um, outward component or medical issue or what have you, generally we don't have to think about breathing. But we don't, a lot of us don't do it very well because we're so stressed out, that we breathe in a shallow way. So we're not even using our lungs to their capacity. And we're not you know, and um, it, it uh, affects us from that point on, like the body, I imagine the body doesn't get the full amount of oxygen, or it has to work harder to oxygenate the blood and, and what have you, I'm not even Hey, I'm no expert. But this is just common sense. (laughs) Um, And it's... Gosh, I'm pointing out like all these ironies today, but it's so ironic that we're dealing with the worldwide coronavirus pandemic right now, which specifically, among other things, affects the lungs. So, and then there's all these there's all that big issue about people who, when they wear masks, they claim they can't breathe, or they struggle with breathing. And, um, and while, you know, like everything else, it's not so easy to address, because it is uncomfortable. But it is a matter of mind as they say, mind over matter. It's, it's, uh, again, it's so ironic, or it's so funny, or it's so interesting, funny, not funny. But um, it's a, it's a mind thing. Um, So one would do well to say, you know, affirmations, like I am getting all the oxygen that is necessary to um, keep my body and mind you know healthy everything healthy and running smoothly i am receiving i am breathing well you know i'm breathing in fresh air um etc cetera, etc cetera, because then it becomes easier duh <laughs> i mean we literally can um choose another way with our minds because studies have shown like it doesn't affect the way that you breathe. But of course, if your mind starts freaking out, then the way you breathe will be affected. It's a that's a no brainer. It happens when people become claustrophobic. If you're claustrophobic, and you're in a small space, you start to hyperventilate like you can't breathe, right? doesn't mean that the mask is preventing you from breathing, right? There are people who have been wearing masks continuously for months. And they're just fine. Except dealing with talk about stress. I mean, if you're if you've been wearing a mask continuously for months, that means that likely you are in the medical field. So I mean, that's a whole thing. I can't even imagine people running on fumes, my goodness gracious, let's just all send them good energy right now. Um, You know, white light, love and energy for the highest good of all most benevolent outcome for all. Whew! there is a lot going on right now, folks. It's true. But that's why we have to keep our minds in check. And like calm because it's far too easy to pop off and to go off and to like if you start thinking a certain way the way you look or the things you see will change because of it. Um. So it's just uh, gosh we are living like through a time aren't we? Um. You know uh, I don't even know what more to say at this point so <laughs> let's just move to the astrology shall we? Um You know I I just want to also say that it's important to step away from the news for a while sometimes just to um, get a grip and that some people like sometimes things are louder than other things but it doesn't mean uh, we have to be very be you know right now more than ever just be aware be conscious of Um, things like situations as they play out because yeah, it's definitely um, it is definitely again, a time of change and transformation. And there are certain stories popping up in the news and what have you just be mindful of um, of how it can play out and just understand that sometimes things appear and not just appear, but actually are worse before they get better. Um, that's always important to keep in mind. So let's, you know, and it's also true, continue working on ourselves to get better because the more we, we work on ourselves and heal ourselves, that helps everything. I do truly believe that I mean, that's also common sense (laughs) to me. (laughs) Because if you're like a more balanced um, person, like with a higher vibe energy and stuff, then of course it affects everything more positively. That's the way I view it. Um, We'll talk about that more in a later podcast, I guess. Because now I'm starting to think like my mind is going off in different directions and I'm um, seeing it from like different angles. But um, yeah, I think that's a topic for another day. Anyway, I want to shift my energy because I'm feeling now I'm feeling depressed (laughs) again. So um, isn't that funny? That's why people who are like calm and balanced are spiritual badasses. You cannot convince me otherwise, because it's easy to get angry. It's easy to get um, upset. It's easy to get depressed. Easy. You know, what's not easy staying sane. (laughs) no just kidding that's a joke um (laughs) um being in in such such a mental position where you can critically think (laughs) so um yeah okay i'm cracking myself a little bit so that i'm cracking myself up a little bit so that helped maybe that's a um Prompt for us all to look for laughter in some way today because laughter is, um, whew, talk about short supply, but, um, it's also so important because it floods our bodies with certain chemicals. I don't know what, but they're healthy, they're good for us, and laughing feels good. So laugh at something wholesome, you know? Um, I have gotten a lot of benefit from watching reaction videos on YouTube. Love them. Specifically younger the younger generation listening to music from my youth which was like the 80s. But it was also the 70s and it was also the 90s. So 70s, 80s, 80s 90s was uh was my gig, folks. So and there's great music from that time. Great music but um so what I particularly enjoy are kids like who um uh they like talk about their musical backgrounds and with some of them it's traditionally rap or hip-hop and then uh they discover like Pink Floyd and Boston and um It's interesting, uh, the grunge scene and Nirvana, that whole thing was interesting, but like old school rock and roll um, is always very cool. At any rate, um, and then going back further, like discovering Frank Sinatra and stuff, it's just such a trip and it can't help but bring a smile to your face when you like witness healing mind expansion and music I mean come on win win so maybe do something like that listen to some of your old favorite tunes and then experience the sensation of being there while another one discovers it for the first time your favorite music so it's like sharing it with someone it's really fun I like it a lot I love it okay now I'm feeling better so let's shift 13 minutes in <laughs> shift to um astrology so there is a new moon happening over the when is that Monday I think uh coming up in cancer let's see hold on here it's the 20th so yeah Monday And that's a pretty big, full moon or new moon, because it's opposing directly uh, Saturn retrograde and Saturn retrograde is in a stellium, remember, with both Pluto retrograde and Jupiter retrograde, and they're all in Capricorn. So they're all sharing energies. This is huge. I mean, it can't be understated. Um, Okay, so these are all the big boys in astrology. Saturn's about restriction, overcoming restriction and obstacles, firm foundations, uh, authority figures relationship to authority figures, um, who we want to be in the world our careers and long term plans, our reputations. Pluto is about transformation, healing, shadow side, power, manipulation, intimacy, sex, death and taxes, shared resources. Uh, f- f- but also, really, our wounds that, h- like our deep inner wounds, somewhat like cancer as well and fourth house but eighth house is these deep wounds that are more like there's more of a heavier shadow side tinge to them you know what i mean um (coughs) but it's phoenix the phoenix like transformation so it's death and rebirth it's rising from the ashes in a new form that kind of stuff jupiter 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 is so great the great benefic good luck planet also an expander. So whatever you're focusing on, Jupiter is all too ready to help it expand. That's why it's even more important for us to be focusing on what we want versus what we don't want. Um but all of this is there's like total reconstruction of stuff. Yes, I mean that is playing out um large and small, I'm sure of it, but yes we can plainly see that there is basically a total reconstruction of things happening (laughs) uh, in real time. So we are living through it. um, And this new moon is in cancer, which is our inner deep places, our sensitivities, our deep emotions, because it is like our home, our family, our inner worlds, our past memories, I mean, like our roots, our sense of security, that's a big one, that's a huge one right now. So um, there's an opposition between that and the Capricorn planets. Now, um, it's a new moon, so that is a really good time to set intentions for what you would like to see further in your life or grow or what you would like to you know plans you want to make for yourself. And um, I was listening to another astrologer on YouTube, and there's something going on with like a star that is also conjunct all of this. So I heard that whatever you start now with this new moon, Like, and wait a day or so after the new moon. So maybe, like, you know, next week sometime, middle of the week. Or, you know, Tuesday onward. Um, Because then, that's also good. We're coming out of the Mercury retrograde shadow period. So that's also a good time to move forward. But whatever you begin around that time, it may take time to fully develop. But it'll be worth it. Like, it's something that's really um, beneficial for all. Uh, It will have great repercussions, you know, in a positive way. So, um, but it might take anywhere for like twice as long as you think it's going to take to meet the goal. That kind of thing. Maybe up to like a year and a half. But, and that's hard for me. It's hard for me to do long-term goals. I want everything like now. So I am having to learn that lesson of like working towards something slowly, and methodically. And I have done that before. I am capable of it. Um, I know that. So that is something that we're all learning too. By the way, continue doing good stuff for yourself. Today, I flossed. (laughs) And You know, I don't know if there's anyone who's been hanging out listening to my podcasts long enough. But like a few months ago, I was totally going off about flossing. About how we all need to do simple things like that to help keep up our health. It really makes a big difference. And, you know, simple, not so simple. It's a pain in the ass, no matter how you slice it. That's why I don't do it very often. And I did it it this morning. And it feels good. There was also a lot of blood. I have to admit, which is unnerving, right? Because, um, you know, it, it just is. But the important thing to keep in mind is that it that's a good thing, actually, <laughs> like when I'm, if I'm flossing, and my gums are bleeding, then that's actually good, because they need to be flossed. Um, and then I need to do it more regularly to get them in a state of where they're healthy again and this is important to also keep in mind gums can like rebound I mean when you start taking care of your gums they get healthier and then if you stop they get you know in a worse condition and then you start taking care of them again and they get healthier I mean now the key of course is to just maintain them in a state of balanced health good health but um what i'm trying to say is that there is that capability of with commitment and diligence they can spring back to a healthy state same with the lungs i mean once if you have a a, a smoker who smokes cigarettes say and they quit their lungs can become healthier in time like their lungs can can um, bounce back in a way so to speak i don't know too much about it but i know that they can and do get healthier um sometimes it might take a little time and there we go circling around to the sometimes it may take a little time ah so frustrating right so you might as well do it and live into that day (laughs) I mean if we work slowly on the things that we want to do one day we'll just be it and have it one day it'll just happen because we've lived into it (laughs) <laughs> it's interesting to think of it like that. Anyway, whatever. Gosh, I'm just going off. So I guess I just want to let you know about that new moon that's happening and and look forward to it. What do you want to, Um, how do you want to further yourself, your personal goals? When it comes to cancer-like things in Capricorn, uh, Saturn, Pluto, Jupiter type things. Ooh. Okay. I'm going to move to um, guidance cards now. So I did want to, of course, reference uh, yesterday's card reading because it was so cool. Now I'm not going to go into the descriptions of the cards. But again, I want to read off the titles of the Osho Zen cards which came out in yesterday's reading and I want to add you a little, I want to add a little something, something a little extra tidbit that I noticed after I stopped recording. So we had flowering, participation, change, stress, we are the world, transformation and healing. So just those titles alone. Tell a story. Okay. Then after I stopped recording, there was because that healing, that King of Cups was the bottom of the deck, but it was the bottom of the deck on one half of the deck. And when I picked up, I had been it was like mid shuffle or something. I don't know. But somehow I didn't there was still a portion of the deck that was lying like separate and on the bottom of that part of the deck was the ace of swords consciousness that buddha figure again with the third eye star um ace of swords was i was going on about that card from the day before all of these readings are just overlapping on each other and then Underneath that is the Ten of Swords Rebirth. So you have the Ace of Swords and the Ten of Swords. And then... So, okay. And then there's Totality. Which showed itself. It's like the word kind of like slid out. It's funny how your eye just catches things. And how... um The cards and words... Like, can... Eh, I don't know, whatever. At any rate... So consciousness rebirth totality (laughs) so it's a total rebirth in consciousness peeps basically my goodness gracious okay i just wanted to share that with you all because i think it's super cool and um now i'm gonna um do the whole ground and bless the deck in energy for the highest good of all most benevolent outcome for all and do conscious breathing as i'm doing it And I encourage you to do it along with me. I'll be back shortly. Thanks so much. Okay, I'm back. I also had to, I thanked and and, um, blessed the uh, cards from yesterday's reading first, before I started shuffling. That's why it took a little longer. Okay, guidance card for today for peeps. Please flip out the card entirely. drink lots of water are you drinking good water I you mean, know, isn't it funny that i have to say good water <laughs> like i have to specify what kind of water make sure it's clean okay um we have Ace of Cups going with the flow and Queen of Wands sharing. Oh, my. Well, both of these are like, you know, pretty cool cards. Aces are always blessings. Aces are gifts from the universe. So be on the lookout for that. Um, Now, Ace of Cups is like a new begin. They're also beginnings, new beginnings that are sort of like. I mean, Ace of Cups is like gorgeous gorgeous. Uh, It's hard to put into words. I love some of the drawings that I see on different decks, but it like Ace of Cups, it shows sometimes this shining goblet and rainbows and birds and flowers and um, the cup overfloweth with with goodness. Can you imagine? I, I have felt that good at times. I have. It's a great blessing. I would like to be there more often, right? I mean, that—that's the—that's probably my uh, um, mission statement in life: <laughs> to endeavor, <laughs> to, you know, live a life uh, reverberating with Ace of Cups energy. That sounds good to me. Queen of Wands. Queen of Wands is very gracious and gregarious, social, even. Gosh, I would like to bring more Queen of Wands into my life because I can be very introverted and somewhat shy. On the other hand, I can also be very Queen of Wands. I can. I can, when I want to, light up a room. I just don't want to very often. Maybe I should endeavor to want to a little more. Anyway, this is all me, me, me. Sorry about that. But I think it's there's there's something in here for us all. (laughs) But Queen of Wands is also... Let me look up Queen of Wands. Actually, to see what else there is to share. But it's about being, like, hospitable. Gosh, what a concept. (laughs) Right? Um, Do-do-do... Being kind, compassionate, right? Okay, let's see what it says. Attractive, wholehearted, energetic, cheerful, self-assured. Yum. Um, Is vigorous and strong, radiates health and vitality, brightens whatever room he or she is in. Interesting. I had not read that before. Um, has a warm and sunny disposition can shake off the blues easily Ooh, I like that uh, quietly demonstrates self-confidence can't be easily rattled or provoked yeah queen of wands you spiritual badass love it has faith in his or her abilities um, having self-confidence like a healthy self-confidence and self-efficacy is super important, and really important. And that word efficacy, we don't hear it enough. But that means having um, exactly what it said, having faith in oneself, being able to like, do things, having, let me you know what, I'm going to look up the definition. It's been a while since I even thought about that term. But self efficacy is that like the n- the the self assurance and um, security of like knowing your who you are as an individual and living your life like, let's see, self efficacy refers to an individual's belief in hi- in his or her capacity to execute behaviors necessary to produce Specific performance attainments. What the heck kind of definition is this? (laughs) What a mouthful. Self-efficacy reflects confidence in the ability to exert control over one's own motivation, behavior, and social environment. Okay, this needs to go through some kind of like translator. (laughs) Um, Okay, so there are like It's just having confidence in yourself, basically. Um, Some examples of it are like a student who feels confident that they will be able to do well on a test because they've learned the material. A woman who's, or a man, um, they've accepted a job position in a new role, but feels they have the ability to learn and do the job well. it's like a belief in yourself to be able to handle stuff, right? Gosh, we'll talk more about that because it came up for a reason. So, all right, let's go back and see if there are any final cards. <coughs> oh, okay. One just slid off the top. Um, the Four of Wands again. Participation. And the Four of Wands is the Happy Home card. So, I mean, I would think that sounds pretty can- like cancer, you know. Cancer is the astrological sign of the fourth house. And the fourth house, house is hearth and home. And uh, inner security, inner worlds. Let's see if there's anything else. And then maybe I'll go back to the four of wands. It's also the 1111 card, as they call it, some Do, do, do. Firm found. Also, good foundations. Because the Four of Wands, you know, holds up each corner of something. Any cards? I think that might be it. Hmm. I don't know. Let me look up Four of Wands. I feel it's like I don't quite want to end the reading yet, and I'm not sure why. So, mm, 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 la la la. Four of Wands, yeah. Okay, so, because this just came out yesterday, <laughs> too. Uh, celebration, freedom, and excitement. So it's a feeling of excitement, of being looking forward, um, expectantly, um, relishing the moment. Uh, Congratulations on a job well done, man, all of all of this feels really good. And seeking freedom, getting out of an oppressive situation, breaking free of bonds, opening to new possibilities, claiming self determination, letting go of limitations. Wow. This card is huge. And a lot of what we're going through, especially with all that stuff that happened just a few days ago, Mars conjunct Chiron retrograde, and then the Sun opposing Pluto retrograde and um, Jupiter retrograde. And Saturn's in the mix there with Mars from yesterday. So, again, it's us really having to come to terms with what holds us back because there's plenty plenty um yeah so figure it out and work on it so now i am feeling that the reading is over and the bottom of the deck is the hierophant which is the five in the major arcana and it's titled no thingness in the osho zen no dash thingness it's interesting how they write it out. I'm not feeling called to read from the book. However, I do want to point out that the Hierophant is about um, groups. It's about like professional organizations and stuff, but it's also points to religion as well. And let's see what else there's to say about the Hierophant. Do, do, do and then I will wrap up. Education, belief systems, conformity and group identification. Now I do want to point out that Jupiter is also about belief systems and expanding our minds. I sh- I'm surprised I didn't mention that earlier, actually. Um, so that's also what critical thinking is all about. It's like as we go through life, we are able to change our beliefs based on new information that we receive in a way or always be open to new horizons and expanding our minds. Um, let's see what uh, what it says, studying and learning, seeking a, a deeper meaning, um, increased understanding, Um, So the belief system is religious. It's also um, knowing where to put your faith, conforming, uh, which is all about adapting and following rules and doing what's expected, identifying with a group. There's a lot to this, you know, I'm still learning the cards itself. So it's interesting, because it's about expanding our minds, right, and learning new ways of thinking and being. But then there's this whole thing about conforming, um, going along with the program, doing what's expected, um, fitting in, which is seems to be at odds with the rest of the card so i don't know that's something to also perhaps unpack a little more at a later date um okay identifying with a group so um yeah i don't hmm. let's see what else there is to say Uh, The Hierophant represents official learning, especially in groups. Oh, yeah. The Hierophant is also like can be um, like a mystic. Um, That type of um, individual, someone who can interpret secret knowledge. Um, Like like card readers (laughs) Uh, on On this card, we see a religious figure in formal church setting. Yep. Besides churches, there are schools, clubs, teams, companies, and societies. Structured groups with rules and assigned roles. Wow. Sounds very Saturn. Um, Such environments emphasize belief systems. Okay. The Hierophant often represents learning with experts or knowledgeable teachers. This card also stands for institutions and their values. The Hierophant is a symbol of the need to conform to rules or fixed situations. This is very, very Saturnian. Uh, His appearance in a reading can show that you're struggling with a force that is not innovative, free spirited or individual. Mm. Groups can be enriching or stifling, depending on circumstances. Sometimes we need to follow a program or embrace tradition. Other times we need to trust ourselves. Mm. Interesting. I like it. Ding, ding, ding. That's what I was searching for. This whole time I'm like, mm, I don't know. I don't feel like ending this reading. I don't know, it doesn't feel right yet, but now it feels right because it that phrase, we need to trust ourselves, that circles back around to the whole self-effic- self-efficacy thing that I was talking about. Beautiful. That's a good way to end the reading. So, uh, as always, I want to thank you for all that you are and do and stay tuned for more good stuff. Um, Look up Astrology Bear, Affirmation Bear on Alexa through Amazon and RV Empath online and on Instagram. As always, I send you love and peace and wish you to be safe and well. Have a good weekend.